Hello. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. What's up, my dudes? It's Aaron. Um, and Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up, our dudes. What is up? What is up? We have a great show for you today. Oh. Lots of silliness happening. So um, much fuckery. So much fuckery. Um, but before we get to it, let's just, you know, hang for a sec. Yeah. Ease into it. Um, uh, like business stuff? No, you know, I don't know. Just Oh, uh, like see what's up. See what's up. Shoot the shit for a hot sec. Do we have any business? Well, I was going to say, um, by the time this airs, I will have finished a new section of our website for <gasps> DTFU beginners. So, I think it's so hard because we're at this is our 120th episode. Oh my god. And it's so hard I feel like when okay, for example, when you suggested page 7 to me and you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you should listen to this podcast." And I went and looked and they had like th- over 300 episodes. I was like, "Where do I start with this?" you know? Yeah. And you're like, "Okay, you got to take it back to this Christmas episode." That was very yeah. funny, and it has, like, this whole inside joke that, like, always comes back all the time, and, like, it's a good place to start. And I was like, okay, right. I did. I loved it. I listened to it every week. So then we were thinking we need to do something like that for our podcast because we're trying to be better on social meds, which is great. People are engaging. I feel like uh, we've seen an increase in engagement across all social meds. Yeah, we did a fun thing on Instagram the other day. We, like uh, – had some like Q&A which we usually do on our Patreon yeah so it was fun to kind of like open that up a little bit we answered a couple questions on there so we'll try to do that more often yeah um, do, a, do a little teaser yeah but, but we we have a lot of that on our Patreon already so there's lots of questions that we've answered over the past like year, year? or so yeah year and a half. um but but if you're like you know the way we can grow and hopefully do like more, more meetups and live shows and all that stuff mm-hmm. is if you guys tell your friends. So, yep. uh, but I know that's really hard. Like, it's like, oh, do you tell someone to start at the beginning? No, the, our first episode mm-hmm. is not our best episode. Would you, we like you to listen to it after you have a feel for what this podcast has become? Absolutely. Do you want to start there? Maybe not. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> So I mean, well, and I mean, I, f- I feel like we in different episodes, we like give a little bit more about ourselves. Yeah. And then we also have like different inside jokes. Uh-huh. So it's and, you know, if you've listened to all of the episodes, you know, either from the beginning or from when whenever you started listening and you had the, the time, energy and uh, I, I guess gross out capacity to uh. <laughs> to get through the whole she bang then I mean that's great but if you're like offering it up to a friend who's like okay well where which should I start from the beginning sometimes that's not the and like when I say when I tell people there's something for everybody there's something for everybody like it doesn't have it doesn't have to be gross we have some like fun uh not like super light ones like I think the um the balloon with the 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 balloon release over incident what is it cleveland yeah yeah what was that called uh i can't remember but that was like a a silly one it's pretty yeah. light and just i don't know if it's like your 14 year old 
uh, niece or something, maybe that's more appropriate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I think there's probably at least a dick joke in there. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all to say we have a starter pack for you. Mm-hmm. We we will circulate the link. That's all you have to share with your friends. They will have five episodes to choose from. They will get the origin of Herf. They will hear uh, – I, I don't know what else they'll hear. We're still developing that. But – it will be done. Yeah, good sam- a good sampling a of good, what yeah, a smattering. we're all about. Yeah. yeah. A smattering of, of buttholes and uh, <laughs> clit strokes. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know, but it'll be great. We don't know. It's like a charcuterie. You know, you got a little <laughs> this, a little that. Uh, <laughs> a little Applebee's sampler platter, if you will. <laughs> I don't know. Or TGI Fridays. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Whatever. It's a sampler platter. That, and isn't that always the best choice? Especially if you're with friends. Oh. It's like, yeah. we can't decide. So-and-so wants mozzarella sticks, but other so-and-so wants potato skins. And they're being a dick about it. And they're not going to give up until they get their potato skins. So either we all acquiesce and we're like, okay, fine. We'll just get potato skins. Or we say, hang on. The sampler platter comes with two potato skins. We'll let you have both of them, but there's also wings. There's mott sticks. There's maybe some coconut shrimp, depending on the oh, location. Bitch. Yeah. Maybe some jalapeno poppers for the spicy bitch in your life. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we got a little cup of queso. Maybe maybe Ooh. there's, you know, like maybe there's an egg roll or two. Is it Ooh. a normal egg roll? No. It's a there's fucking corn cheese- in it. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Cheeseburger egg roll, bitch. Oh, eh. This Ooh. shit. No, it's so good. That's oh my not God. my jam. See, this is why you need the sampler platter. That's why, yeah. Oh, you want a fucking egg roll with corn in it? You fucking, yeah. you no. are out of the, you're out of control. I don't want a corn <laughs> egg roll, okay? I don't want ground beef in my fucking egg roll. That's not a goddamn egg roll. But it's hamburger patty and there's melted cheese and grilled onions. It's a delight. Anyway, I you know what? Know you're that. right. I'll eat those. You ate your corn egg rolls. <laughs> I was just saying, I don't even like corn. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but that's the thing, right? There's something yeah, for yeah, everyone. Yeah. So. There you go. All right. That's it. We're done with that. That's the biz. Uh, <laughs> anything fucked up happened to you this week? <laughs> uh, no, but why do I want a corn egg roll? Um, Bitch, see? I know. No, that sounds gross. Is it niblets? <laughs> or is it like elote? I would eat I that think shit. It's a, Let's make a lote fucking uh, egg, rolls. egg rolls and oh my see God. how that shit oh, goes down. I, Everybody will have it. You will eat. Everyone will eat that. I don't see why you wouldn't eat that. Uh, yeah. Fucked up. Anyway. I, I just had a, my uh, colonoscopy and my endoscopy yesterday. So that was like a fun time. Oh, your poor beehole. It's Okay. You know what? It's not that bad. Everybody was like, oh, yeah. that stuff you have to drink. And I didn't remember it being bad the first time. But I was like, yeah, I do. I do remember it being a lot and like not enjoying it. But this time, I think I was just like so hungry from not eating all day. Yeah. I like was fine. You're just like it. chugging it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this The secret is if um, anybody cares to know this, because I've also uh-huh. done it twice, mm-hmm. uh, once for my colonoscopy and then another for my surgery, uh-huh. is you make it ahead of time like a big batch and you pour it into like individual like you know water bottles or whatever and you get it in the freezer uh not till it's like frozen frozen, but like really really cold and then you chug it and it's quite 
delightful. Yeah, I I did because you just you mix it with Gatorade and it's fine. Oh, I, they gave me like a lemon flavor packet and it was fine. Oh. It, it didn't taste. You know, it's a little salty, but it's like. Yeah, I think they're working to improve it, probably. So yeah, I just they just told me to mix it with a Gatorade, but like a blue or a green color, because you don't want it to be a red color, because then they'll think that you're bleeding internally when they go in there. <laughs> oh well, for the colonoscopy, you can't do blue or green because they oh, have really? to see. Yeah, because uh, they have to like see the. Um, I don't know why. I don't know, but they said only yellow, no red, mm. blue, green purple oh so you're like super limited but it was fine it was it happened it's done and then but then my doctor's like oh you have to come every five years now but there was nothing wrong but so I'm like "Mm, I don't think so (laughs) well I mean we are getting closer to here so maybe it's like by the time you go again you're gonna be so oh my god that's five years dude that's like fucking (sighs) Oh my god. God damn Cut it. Cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> rough, 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 rough. Uh, I'm going to bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting closer to boop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that's about it. What what's your fucked up of the week? I see a hint and I'm here for it. <laughs> It's literally what it says in the notes. Uh, okay. It says, so, do you want me to say what it says? Yeah. Aaron's, so we just have in our notes like fucked up of the week and then we have Aaron's name and my name and then we like type a little like teaser usually for what it is. Hers just says dead rat. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> well, Where was it? Okay. So I, I w- went outside yesterday just to like <laughs> sit on the stoop and get some fresh air. Yeah. At, with Jack. And because, uh, you know, it was like, it was pretty hot outside, but it was like the sun was starting to set and it was like pretty nice out. And a I little breeze to, kicks in. A little it's like, breeze. Yeah. yeah a little, little breeze. And I'm out there. I have like a beer and I'm just like, yeah, loving life. But then I noticed there's like a lot of fucking flies like everywhere. And I was Ew. just like, oh shit, what is, did a dog take a shit under the stairs? Because we have like a little set of stairs that goes up to our front door and it's like they're like wrought iron stairs. And, uh, and then I look, I start to like get up to look and then I see a, just a massive dead rat. I thought it was a dead cat because oh. it was so big. Oh yeah. my God. And it was like on its back. So it's like belly, it's like little white belly was exposed. Like it had like white fur on its belly and I was like, oh no. And it was just being like devoured by flies. So I was like, fuck dude, I can't move this thing right now. So DJ came home and I told him and he's just like, God damn it. And he had to like <laughs> get it in a trash bag and stuff. And he went to go put it in a trash bag and he like couldn't get it because it was like wedged between the house and the <gasps> stair railing. And so he's like, I'm like, get a stick. And he's like trying to pull it out with a stick. And he finally gets it out and it like flops onto the <gasps> sidewalk. And it had it. It was like, it was bad. It was real bad. Oh, oh my God. Sorry. Yeah. So. Oh my God. But he got it. He did it. He got it in the trash can and it was, you know, RIP fucking. Uh, master splinter or whatever. His name was. <laughs> I don't know. So that was my fucked up. It was gross, man. Do you think that was and one of the rats that used to get down and dirty in the alleyway? Maybe, maybe. Oh, well, you know yeah. what? I lived a fun life. I think so. I think so. Uh, he was he, fucking till he died. 
he was definitely big enough that he you could tell he lived like high on the hog he was like uh what's the rat from uh charlotte's web oh i don't know uh is it a fat one the he where he goes wild at the at the circus or whatever oh oh at the carnival Mm. at night when the lights go out (laughs) it can be found on the ground all around (laughs) (laughs) uh it was pretty funny Uh. i mean it wasn't funny but it was like a really big rat so oh uh anyway so that's the that's the fucked up of the week for me um r.i.p rat in peace yeah rat in peace um well well, we got a little story for you oh let's get into it yeah a tall tale have you ever noticed like have you noticed recently that we haven't had a good hoax in a while like 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 uh not an internet hoax. Yeah, like not an not a dumb like internet Momo challenge hoax. Yeah, fucking oh, thing that or like, like Slenderman or stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm talking like a true stunt queen, batshit crazy, try hard, fame chasing weirdo who instigates some like event oh. to get into the 24 hour news cycle. Uh, yeah, just for a quick hit off that sweet sweet fame pipe. We get them we get them occasionally, like a Rachel Dolezal type thing, or like Ugh. a uh, I don't know. It's making me think of P.T. Barnum, but yeah, we yeah, haven't had yeah, it, yeah. yeah we haven't oh, had anything totally. like where or like a Jesus toast. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Cause, toast, because <laughs> it's like that. Maybe it came out of the toaster like that, but also uh-huh. maybe you like brush some olive oil onto it in the shape of Jesus and then you baked it and now you're telling people you have Jesus yeah. toast. Yeah. I uh, like I like Texas toast better. Yeah. <laughs> if we're talking toasts. We're talking toast. Give me that fucking No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> uh well avocado on there. Oh yes, please. Okay, that's the kind I like. Not forget yeah. Texas toast. Although if it's like garlic toast Maybe. I guess it depends on the type of day. But listen, we're getting too far down the toast rabbit hole. (laughs) What's your favorite toast? I don't know. (laughs) Should we just like stop and talk about it? I think we should. No. (laughs) Well, I think the last time there was such a crazy hoax that garnered like international attention Mm -hmm. was back in 2009. Um, Yeah. So let's let's talk about this event that happened. Oh, um, you guys might remember this. You might not. I think you might. I think you might. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a weird one. So yeah. back in October of 2009, October 15th to be exact, mm. uh, Richard and Mayumi Heen, Heeny? Heeny. Heeny released a homemade helium filled gas balloon which was shaped to resemble a flying saucer, into the sky over Fort Collins, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Great. Whatever. People uh, can live their life. Yeah. Um, and if that's not weird enough for you, though, the Heenies frantically called 911 shortly after the balloon was released, claiming that their six-year-old son, Falcon was stowed away on board. Uh, I'm sorry, did you say your pet falcon? 
No, no, no. My son. <laughs> my human son, Falcon, oh, that I okay. chose to name. Um, is this is name. in your, uh, is up in a foil happy birthday balloon from Ralph's? I'm so, I'm so confused. Uh, wait, a what? mylar balloon? Yeah. Wait. There's a, a there's an emergency earthquake blanket filled with air <laughs> on a string attached to your house. <laughs> no. Yeah. What the fuck? So they also called the ne- local media, and it soon spread to national network news, and then eventually to world news, mm. just like they desperately wanted. Ooh. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, So the balloon was up in the air for about 90 minutes and got up to around 7,000 feet before it came back down 50 miles away from where it initially took off. Uh, It it landed 12 miles away from the Denver airport, which thank God it didn't get too close because that would have really fucked some shit up uh, if it would have gotten into like direct airspace. Um, People are freaking out uh, when they got to the balloon, like the balloon lands and people like – first responders and like the dad like ran to the balloon and they didn't find falcon in it uh, especially because some people reported seeing something fall from the balloon at one point mm. um and so therefore they sent out a team of searchers to check and see if they could find this kid that allegedly was in the balloon that may have fallen out mm. um yeah, so a search was begun, and the news coverage reached a stupid level of, like, just blanketing every single channel. And then later that day, Falcon was found at home oh, no. because he'd been hiding in the attic the entire time. <sighs> so I, I know what you're thinking. Wasn't mm. this whole thing just an honest mistake? Like, kids are crazy. They you know, hide and go missing all the time. And and it all kind of coincided with this balloon that they launched and then they all, suddenly couldn't find the kid. Yeah. Um, and, and, and he had a history of, like, climbing into the balloon. Yeah, like, he, like, loved going in there. tethered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, and also the parents claimed that one of the, they had three, they have three kids, and they claimed that one of the kids said that Falcon went in the balloon. Right before they released it. That's what they said. But I I don't think this was an honest mistake. Mm. I really don't. Um, Because you know why? Why? Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Immediately. The first thing in reading about this or even seeing this on the news is like, why at all release a balloon that looks like a UFO? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Like, what do you do? Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going camping this weekend, and I've packed a sleeping bag and a giant fur suit, and Mm -hmm. I and I think I might accidentally photograph Bigfoot. It's like, what? Yeah, it's like, there's something kind of gross about that. But also, is it just that shape because it had to fly? Like, was that the best shape for it to fly? I don't know, because they said it was gonna go fly over traffic. But it's like, why? I know, yeah. I know. Why well, at all? He was a, a storm chaser, so maybe if that it was, was a weather balloon. If it was a weather balloon, that's fine. But I don't yeah. even know, like, what. I've yeah, seen weather balloons. They don't look like this. This yeah. is like made to. This is like a homemade thing that they made just to like look. Yeah, 
look weird and they're like, oh, people are going to be like, what is that thing? Oh, oh, okay. So, okay. I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, even at the most innocent of a hoax, without involving the police and the kid and stuff, you're like, okay, they wanted to release this into the sky to, like, at least get the National Enquirer to take a picture and be like, UFO seen over Fort Collins, Colorado. Yeah, or just, like, people to, like, freak out a little bit. Yeah. Even if they didn't know about it. Yeah. Maybe they're like, I bet somebody will call the police or I bet bet people will take pictures of it and be like, what's this weird thing? And post them on Facebook or something. You know what I mean? Like, that was was the level of, like, just – dumb fuckery and they could be like and they could claim it and be like oh that was just our weather balloon and then they're like interviewed on the news or something yes okay okay and they could be like what is this and the guy could be like i made this homemade weather balloon in my own backyard out of my own two hands because i'm so fucking smart you know what i'm saying yeah 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 all right I'm i'm on board with that but i think they also we're like, mm, maybe this isn't enough. Maybe this yeah. isn't going to cut it. So let's say our kid was also inside and freak, <sighs> really freak some people out. Mm-hmm. Either way, these people really wanted attention. Well, I think mostly the dad wanted yeah, attention. Yeah. yeah. And he was like totally the dog that caught the car. And it blew up in a way that was just like, holy fucking shit. We're all over the world now. <laughs> Do you think there is a chance that they did think the kid was in there for like a few minutes and then found him and then made him hide? Like, do you think do do you think it's possible that like they really did think he somehow was in the balloon? Um, or do you no. think it was all? You think it was a hundred percent premeditated? I think it was a hundred percent premeditated. Mm. I'm not um, sure. I'm not sure. I think we could discuss again at the end. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, because I'm still um I, I'm still on the fence because I've listened to uh some like I've listened to like them defend this whole thing, which is like whatever, but I also listened to the nine one one call and the mom genuinely seemed distressed to me. But yeah. but also they met in acting class. So we don't Yeah. <laughs> There's some factors involved in why we think this is a hoax. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a very premeditated act. Yeah. While you think there might have been some, you know, maybe. other fuckery about yeah. maybe. I, I think maybe I think maybe parts could have been premeditated and then they had to kind of like improvise with some things. So yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But let's yeah, let's keep Looking at the evidence, I suppose, before yeah. Ju- Judge Mackey takes on this case and makes a decision. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Welcome <Jeez>. to Mackey's court. <laughs> uh, put out your cigarettes. Uh, We're in Mackey's court. <laughs> She's the only one finding the smoke in here. Oh, bitch, you don't want this smoke. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. Some of the main reasons that... I, because they, because these people claim, and will stick to their story till the day they die. I think that this was not a hoax. Dude, the the yeah. dad Richard Heaney and the mom Dick and Heaney. the kids, yeah, Dick Heaney. <laughs> it's like a bikini for women, but it's just for men, and it's for your dick. 
<laughs> Dude, I have the greatest <laughs> pictures of that exact look to send you. Oh my God. Is it a it, like, Is that a thing? Did we just It's invent- a thing. Oh, damn it. I thought we invented something, but I shouldn't have I mean, I don't better. think it's called that, but. Pal, why I- not? I don't know. Oh my God. We should, oh, we should create our own brand. This man is an inventor. So. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So yeah. maybe he's already on the dick. Dickini's dick Heaney. Yeah. So they, they just really drill down on their story and all the, you know, they're, yeah. they're never going to admit that it was a hoax, but I mean, it's pretty, uh, I guess it's not obvious, but it's like, what the fuck? Why? Why is this a thing? Yeah. Um, and and a few reasons are that people are very skeptical after all this shit really splashed across the world, and local news, international news, whatever, is because uh, there's a few things that happened. They mm. not only did they call nine one one, they also called the Denver NBC affiliate KUSA TV. And they reportedly request, requested that the station send a news helicopter to track the balloon's progress, which, you know, that's pretty smart. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's the, I, I don't know. There, it's a smart thing to do, but also it's, it's a very um, self-serving thing too, because it's like immediately on the news and then other, <laughs> yeah. other stations are going to pick it up. So, yeah. but, and also doesn't the police have helicopters? I don't know. I know. Okay, well, I watched this, like, conspiracy video. So I watched two conspiracy videos. One, and they kind did of, Did you like, watch so- Internet Historian? Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. what you watched? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. Did you... I watched, like, a 13-minute one, and then I watched a longer one, just, like, clips of it, where it was, like, just Dickini... Dickini? <laughs> uh... Doing this, like talking about what happened. So that one was less credible because it's like him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so um, they the uh, they play the nine one one call and they are they do kind of make a case. The internet, what is it, historian? Internet historian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he makes a case that oh well, the nine one one dispatcher. Oh, first he says. Actually, they think that they called um, the Federal Aviation at, uh, Administration first. Maybe. Right. There's no real solid evidence that they actually did do that, according oh, okay. to the Sheriff's Department, but maybe they did. Maybe they did. Yeah. It was like they, they reported that. I don't know if it's like been confirmed. So and first they called them because he's like, oh, they'll be able to track where the balloon's going really easily mm-hmm. with all their equipment. But then they were like, well, if your son's in there you got to call 911. So then they called 911 and they played the call and that's where I was like, oh, the wife seemed genuinely distraught. Like they both mm-hmm. seemed distraught. Yeah. But and also the dispatcher kept putting them on hold and I feel like maybe maybe they didn't think they were getting anywhere. So then they called Yeah. the uh, news station to be like someone's got to get a helicopter on this. Like we need to know where it's going, blah blah blah. Uh it, that also seems very convenient because, yeah, wouldn't the police have a helicopter? But maybe yeah. they didn't think to do that. I don't know. Well, and it's like, what's a – why a helicopter when you can track – I mean, 7,000 feet up in the air is pretty high, but it's also not too high for you to – you know what I mean? Uh, to, like see to it from s- the ground? To, to see it from the ground, I think. Yeah. It'd be really small in the sky, but it w- you would still be able to see it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So 
that was weird. And there's there's a lot of debate about whether they called the news station or 911 first Mm -hmm. or the FAA. Who fucking knows who they called first? Yeah. But they called all these people at any rate. And that's kind of like either very proactive and smart on their part or calculated. Yeah. (laughs) Sure, sure. Sure, sure. And when the police initially said it did not appear to be a hoax, several people in the media raised their eyebrows because they were like asking all these questions. They were like, well, you know, where where did it take off from? Why did they think it was, the boy was in there? What did, what did the kids say? And they were just like, they needed more information and it all just started to not make sense. Mm. Um, and then Falcon and his family were being interviewed on uh, CNN later that same fucking day. That yeah. same day. Yeah. They did They did a blitz of interviews across like so many news networks and, and shows. Like it's crazy. From their that, house. It was like joining us via satellite. Are yeah. The, are the Dickinis. Yeah. So <laughs> so on CNN, they're, they're, they're just like hanging out with Wolf Blitzer Literally, like, hours after they found their kid and everybody, they, like, realized everybody's safe and they were dealing with the police all day. And it's just like, what? Yeah. I don't know. It's just so confusing to me. Like, I I just don't know why you would subject your kids to being on national television after having a day of, like, pretty traumatic shit happening. I don't Mm. know. I think we Um, can agree they're not great parents. Yeah, I think that's uh yeah. Yeah. So so Wolf Blitzer is interviewing them on CNN and he asks Falcon, "Why didn't you come out of the garage?" After after the parents repeated the question, Falcon says, "You guys said that um we did this for the show." Oh my god. And is, oh, that is so cringy. That 4 seconds of yeah, I, I was like, I don't want to watch this, and then I watched it, and I know it was as cringy as I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, uh, everybody in the control room on C- at CNN was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and oh I don't know. Yeah, because he didn't notice, right? Yeah, Wolf Blitzer didn't notice, but all the people in the control room were like, "Wait, huh?" Yeah. It- and so I don't know. Wolf Blitzer didn't didn't question him any further. Mm. Uh, and then the next day they did more interviews, and they oh went God. on ABC's Good Morning America and NBC's Today. And Falcon vomited on television on live television when he was asked about his comment again, and when his father was asked about it. He fueled more suspicion by just being like kind of like dithering about it. Dude. So the poor kid was so, I don't know, like worked up about this that he puked on national television. It was oh so my weird. God. Well, because I would imagine that after that interview, the parents talk, or at least the dad like talked to him and was like, listen, you can't say that. You have to say these things. And it's like probably making them lie. Yeah. And, I mean, that is wild to me. Also, okay, we'll get into this later, but they're older now. But it's like, if one of those kids would come forward and be like, this is what actually happened, they'd probably make so much money. (laughs) 
Yeah, write a write a memoir. I don't yeah, know. Maybe they about are. I hope they your are. Your megalomaniac father. Dude, I um, hope they are. Because that's where this all comes from is the dad. Like yeah. I just uh, yeah. I just don't understand how you could put your kids on national television like that and just and especially if you knew what you were making them say wasn't the yeah. truth. I mean, because I truly don't believe that they even if the kids kind of had an idea of what was happening. Yeah. They were still being coached to say something more convincing. You know what I'm saying? Like they could have gone on the news and said, like, I don't know. But the I think the dad was like, no, tell the news people this. Yeah. To make it a more convincing story. Yeah. I don't know. Which and it's pretty so, obvious. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. And it's so dumb on the parents' part because, like, kids are unpredictable. You don't know what they're yeah. going to say. Like, how the kid was like, you said. Yeah. You said um, it was for the TV show. Yeah. It's like, oh, exactly. oh. Yeah. Like, and oh, he probably shit. he probably got yelled at or like yeah. scolded for for blowing up the the dad's story. Oh my god. Anyway, so that that happened, and then some more events that lead me to believe that this guy, this dad, was only in it, only making he was truly just making all this stuff up and like pulled this stunt to. Mm-hmm be in the news and be relevant was because at one point the family had been featured on the reality television show Wife Swap. Uh, Do you guys remember that show? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They were on on two occasions, the second time as a fan favorite choice for the show's 100th episode. Wow. Fan favorite. (laughs) What? Bad fans. Uh, That's where you don't let the fans choose. Yeah. Um, Do... I remember, okay, the lady, the, uh, he is not a Christian, that yeah. lady, okay, that, and then that was, like, one of the funnier ones, but, like, not intentionally, yeah. and then another one that was really funny was, like, they did a, a swap, and one of the families ate, like, all raw foods, like, meat, and, oh. and, like, vegetables and stuff, what the fuck? and they lived in, like, it looked like a house out of, like, Deadwood. Oh. Like it wasn't, what? it was just like a really old, they were like pioneer type people living off the land. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, we have electricity and cell phones now. Like you don't have to do this. And though, obviously the wife that like went into that family was like, oh my God. <laughs> Shit. Oh my God. I hated that show. Oh, it's so bad. Uh, yeah. But they, these, this family of the Heenies were on it before all this happened. Oh my and, God. And, uh, they during like the time on the show, obviously Richard Dick Heaney was <laughs> trying to be the star of the whole fucking show. Yeah, and he would he would say shit on the show about how he like believed that humanity descended from aliens. <gasps> and he talked about launching homemade flying saucers into storms, and uh, like he just. He just said weird shit and everybody was like, oh, this guy's fucking crazy, you know, and it was just, yeah, he just would say outrageous things, honestly, to be, to just to get attention. Get uh, talked about. Yeah, that's so Get dumb. talked about. And so he also had unsuccessfully sought the media's interest in a proposed reality show called The Science Detectives. 
which he he envisioned as a documentary series to quote investigate the mysteries of science. I, I honestly and and like he mentioned before, he and his wife had met in acting class. He was in the '90s trying to become an actor. And also tried to be a stand-up comedian and was very bad at it. So he stopped doing that. And then he and his wife, I think they started a, like, a production company to, like, make reels for people, like, sizzle reels for people who Mm. were were trying to become actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know... Wow. I just – there's no – there could be no more of a motive to pull a stunt like this than a desperate failed actor who never stopped promoting himself in an attempt to, you know, achieve some level of notoriety. So – Oh, my God. That's Death that's where I stand. That's where I stand. He he fully did it knowing what was happening. Yeah. There's uh, – I don't know. Well, like, <clears throat> legally, they did both plead guilty to – well, they were charged, and then I think they made a um, a plea deal, mm-hmm. but they had to plead guilty. Um, and Richard was sentenced to 60 days jail time, and Hayumi had a slightly lower sentence and only had to go to weekend jail. I think it was probably pretty clear yeah. that, like, she maybe wasn't as involved. Um, <clears throat> but they're, they were both – they were fined a total together of $36,000, which is, like, barely a, a – a drop splinter. in the bucket yeah. yeah in this fucking two million dollar check that uh or bill i guess that the local law enforcement racked up having to chase the fucking balloon with no one in it uh and also i feel like maybe local law enforcement felt duped and there is like a little bit of a yeah they were they were pretty pissed about it um because oh yeah I f- at, during like once they found out this was a hoax and they or you know that this was maybe started as a hoax or whatever um it seemed like Richard and Mayumi didn't really have much of a choice because I, I think if you were them you'd want this to go to trial and have a jury and look at evidence or whatever especially because they're claiming so many things happened in a different way than what like the media started portraying or what the police were saying yeah um but some shitty things happened. Like the police questioned the kids without the parents' consent, and they were all minors. Yes. So that's illegal. Uh, and so that was like a little cloudy piece of the case. Yeah. So any evidence gained from them from any kind of interview couldn't be admissible in court. Right. And they would have been also, thrown out. They also questioned the the wife, mm-hmm. uh, Mayumi, without a lawyer or a interpreter present. Like she she spoke passable English but not anything like not conversational or anything that would be uh enough to get her through an entire police interview legally yeah oh my gosh I think I called her it was really bad but her name's Mayumi um (laughs) yeah that's fucked up and yeah so they just there was just like all this shit that they were kind of like piling on. And I feel like maybe they both, both the Heaney adults felt like they were backed into a bit of a corner and just like took the deal. Yeah. Um, and it is what it is, but they were guilty. So I guess we can technically say that they did this as a hoax, right? Yeah. Either, either way, like even if they, 
if they were just panicked about possibly their son being in the balloon, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it would be one thing. And I, I, you know, they would, if they had to say, I'm so sorry for this, but the, the things that they did after and leading up to the whole thing, yeah. just make it seem like they were, well, the dad, it was all the dad. He's such yeah, a yeah. fucking asshole. Oh my God. It would just make it seem like he was trying to get on the news. Like, yeah. I, I don't even know how else to describe it except that he just so badly wanted to be in the news. Yeah. Um, like, this could have happened and they could have just called the police and been freaking out, whatever. But, like, going on the on cnn and doing all these interviews afterwards is just very strange to me i don't know why people do the things they do but i just i don't know but do they pay you for those i don't think so oh i could understand if they did i would want to i'd want to like cash in on that stuff but yeah i, they probably I feel don't. like they would i feel like if they did there'd be some sort of like liability for the whoever's airing that segment well, you know? well, I think it's still like I think it's still because you know how there's like exclusives, like yeah. if Wolf Blitzer, and also Wolf Blitzer's show maybe was considered like more news entertainment. Mm-hmm. It could have been, but anyway. So if they did get well, paid it was for it, it was technically for Larry King Live, which is oh, like oh an evening program. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder though if they did get paid for it. Cause then it's almost like, okay, I would be sad if they didn't cash in uh, on their notoriety a little bit. I don't know. Or I'd, yeah. I'd be like suspicious or, or maybe not suspicious, but I, I just feel like sometimes people are thrust into that situation and it's like, okay, it makes sense that you're going to try and like make some money off this. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Either way, it just – it's all so weird. Um, yeah. But also, they – another fucked up thing was how they threatened to deport the mom, mainly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think you're right about the law enforcement being really pissed off about the waste of, you know, first responder and taxpayer dollars and all that shit. Yeah. Um, to basically chase down this fucking balloon. Uh, but they did, they, they did some fucked up stuff and they, they threatened to, to deport the mom and take the kids away. And I don't know, that was a little bit, bit much, but. Yeah. Those um, were, those were like the, I guess that's probably what the prosecution was saying could happen if they didn't take the plea deal. So they felt like they were just backed into a corner. Right. And that's fucked up. It's. You know, I, I, yeah. Well, like I said, it, they, it was, they're the dog that caught the car and they didn't know that it would, things have consequences, guys. Yeah. Unintended a lot of times. And that's yeah. the thing. And they're a surprise sometimes. And so you got to be real sure about what you're, what you're claiming or yeah. what you're doing, you know, like putting yourself out there. Fine. But yeah, so you might get some uh, shit. And another another um, thing that happened in the aftermath as a result of this stunt, uh, alleged stunt, was that months before the balloon incident, uh, Dick Heaney had pitched a reality <laughs> show idea to TLC, 
But the network passed on the offer. After the balloon incident, the producer of Wife Swap said that a show involving the Heenies had been in development, but that deal was off. So, whoops. The yeah, the producer declined to provide specifics. Um, and then also, the Lifetime channel had been set to air one of the Wife Swap episodes involving the Heenies on October 29th, my birthday, 2009. <laughs> but the station pulled the episode because of the balloon incident. Uh, so, yeah, those are some other unintended consequences. Whoops. He was trying so hard to be famous that he stopped himself from being famous. Well, now he's infamous, I guess. Now he's infamous, right. But it's like, is he? Because where are they now? You know? Yeah, that's that's what I want to know. Well, obviously they were a bit shamed in Fort Collins, Colorado. They didn't live there much longer. But they're... Luckily, I mean, there is a place where people like them can go, and that's Florida. Yeah. Because uh, that's where they live now. Uh, and I want to say no offense, to Flo- no offense to Florida, but you know who you are. You know. Yeah. It's like, you know what's happening there. Yeah, just own it. Just own it. Just uh, lean in, you know? Um, because this is, they moved to Florida where they could basically do anything, and that includes start a boy band, uh. which they did because he – needs to use his kids to continue making money or get getting notoriety somehow. So that is where the Heaney boys with a Z <laughs> were born. Uh, and they are a metal band and they tour the panhandle as the youngest metal band in the world. That's like their catch, you know, that's like their thing. Call Mr. Guinness because I don't know <laughs> if that's correct. <laughs> well, Anyway, yeah. Are they the most mediocre young metal band in the world? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. No, they're fine. Uh, it's very cheesy. There's lots of videos of them playing street fairs, which is like, you know, there's always like a guy with a parrot in the background. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like those kinds of street fairs. It's not yeah. like a fun. It's not like, ooh, downtown L.A. is having like an art fair and it's a three day event. It's like, no, the first Thursday of every month, come down to Fort Lauderdale not even Fort Lauderdale. It's like come down to the empty lot where the pick and save used to be. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, where shit. and wear your dog chokers and your uh, Metallica t-shirts. P- pull your hair out of that braid and let's headbang. Let some. let your let your freak flag flag fly. <laughs> freak flag. <laughs> uh, let your freak flag fly. Yeah, that's a hard. That's like a tongue twister. I know. Um, but obviously, the dad was the manager of the band. He obviously, was a, a real ew Perlman. Ew, Lou, Lou Perlman. Yeah, yeah. From the manager NSYNC of Insync and the Backstreet Boys. I think for a we little have while. an episode about that. Yeah, I have alternates: Lou Perlman or Doodoo Twirlman. All right. <laughs> Uh, but they're not even really a band anymore, so it's like they put all this effort into it. And also, I feel bad for the kids because, like, they're just uh, – f- first of all, I'm like, why do they have th- all this time to be, like, fucking around with weather balloons and, like, touring in a heavy metal kids band? And it's like, oh, they're, like, homeschooled. Yeah. Which means they're not getting much of an education because they're not doing goddamn work. They're out on the fucking tour They're not socializing at all with any kids their age, probably. They're just hanging out with their dumb fucking dad. Fucking, oh God. He's just like, let's be the first kids bought Metallica cover band. And it's so obnoxious. I hate this guy. (laughs) Uh, But the dad, 
is still doing his own thing. Because, like, we know he didn't succeed as an actor, um, and he didn't succeed as a storm tracer, which was, like, maybe where he could have been successful. I found, I feel like there Listen, was a couple years. What? I think you're a successful tr- storm chaser if you don't get caught by the storm. So maybe he is oh. a successful storm chaser. <laughs> Word. We've all seen Twister. That's right. Um, the Carrie Elwes, yeah. however you say his name, not successful. No. At the end of the day, he died. Yeah. Um, but he, like, there there are articles online from, like, 2007 before this even happened about how he's a storm chaser and, like, the kids were in the car with him. and uh-uh. it, Yeah, it was, like, a family thing. Although they weren't chasing, like, huge ass. It was, like, rain, like rainstorms and stuff. I don't think it was, like, twister level, like, F5 yeah. hur- hurricanes or whatever. Still, that shit could turn into a tornado. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. But... Anyway, he's an inventor, so he's using his brain to come up with ideas. And he's an idea man. That's what he is. And that's why I'm so confused why he did not invent the Dickini that we know of. But (laughs) he did invent a couple things. One, the bear scratch. That is a hands-free back-scratching experience. And it has a 2 minute and 30 second infomercial if you'd like to watch it where he does his worst Billy Mays impression. Yeah, oh my God. (laughs) And he screams at you about scratching your back on this fake wooden post that you could put up in your house. (sighs) You attach it to the wall. uh, And you just rub You know what though? To be honest, my dad could use one of these. Oh my God. Do not buy that. My dad can't scratch his back. And he has like back scratchers and stuff, but like- He's got big muscles and yeah. like not like limited range of motion with his arms and stuff. So uh, he's he doesn't like always- make your mom scratch his back. Uh, he- I mean, not make her, but you know what I mean. Like I, uh, Pete, I, I don't want to say I make Pete scratch my back every night, but I ask him to. Um. Okay. Well, there's also let's see if if the bear scratch isn't for you uh, or Aaron's dad. <laughs> then you could look at the you shake down, which is basically it's a simulation where a giant mob goon with an ironic name like Lil Tony, but he's like very big, you know, uh-huh. comes and quote unquote shakes you down for the money you owe to his boss, Dom Dominoes. <laughs> it's like seems- a it's like an escape room. Situation. It's very involved. <laughs> OK, no, that's not what it is. Um <laughs> It's okay, but this is dumber. <laughs> it's a device that shakes the shit out of your like fancy conditioner or moisturizer, like when it's almost oh gone. God. Like when your moisturizer has like a drop left in it. It's a device that like shakes the bottle so hard that it like supposedly gets those little last bits of product what? out. And it's um just six easy payments of twenty nine ninety nine. Wait, I'm sorry. Six payments of $30? How much money is that? That's so much money. (laughs) $360? Is that right? The math? Bitch, all you need to do is leave your bottle upside down, and that's free. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, it's $180. Yeah. And is it for people with, like, is it for, like, amputees or something? I don't understand, like, why. I don't understand, like, why someone couldn't just shake it themselves. You don't have to shake it. You just leave the bottle upside down. I am so confused. Uh, Fuck. I don't know 
you know, we've talked about this before. A good invention, a good idea, a good app solves a problem that already exists. You don't need to invent a problem to then create a product for it. Just look at problems people already have. Then there's already a demand for it. No one has this problem. No. No one. And yet, on Shark Tank, I do remember the Spatty Daddy getting bought, and I think it was successful. successful. And that's just like basically a spatula, a little baby spatula on a toothpick, like a long toothpick, to help you scrape the rest of the contents out of your bottle of whatever. <sighs> Again, you leave it upside down, you take the lid off, yeah. you use your own fucking pinky finger to <laughs> scrape the inside. I've been doing this for years. Where's my check? Where's my six payments of twenty nine ninety nine? God damn it. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. Uh, and the last thing he invented is a robot that lifts things into the bed of your truck. <laughs> and it's called the Heeny Duty, like heavy duty. Get it? Yeah, yeah, Heeny yeah. Duty Truck Transformer. And it's uh, what I'm guessing is a forklift uh, or a series yeah. of pulleys. Um. But it turns out it actually got a write-up in uh, an auto trader uh, at some point, like an issue of auto trader. But it, I don't think it really exists. And my guess is that he like took out his own ad for it. Like he probably yeah. paid auto trader to write about it. It was like promoted content. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Auto trader isn't exactly like fucking National Geographic. It's like <laughs> or like Time Magazine. Like yeah, they can be bought. They yeah, can or be. Bought. It's not Wired. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's like okay. Yeah, it's Auto Trader. It is a step up from National Enquirer. And maybe actually it's on the same level. It's just about cars instead of like celebrity gossip. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. I don't even know. Come talk about your junky car in here. We'll call it a classic. I don't even think you can like get a, you can't even like buy a subscription to it. Like, I think it's just just, free. (laughs) I think it's just free. (laughs) I don't fucking know. It's just free at Jiffy Lube and like, yeah. The Sears Tire Center. The gas station, you know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. It's, uh, wow. No, I think you got to buy it. Yeah, maybe for like a dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, well, this guy is full of shit. His poor family has to deal with him on a daily basis. Oh, my God. Uh, I hope those poor kids get far away from him by uh, either going to college or you know <laughs> just running away from home actually getting in a balloon this time and getting the fuck out i don't know <laughs> but dude like don't you don't have to have an allegiance to your pops he could be a trash human so sell your story i urge you get out there sell the story make some money and then get away get far away well I don't know. You think it was all a hoax? I do. <sighs> I think like a maybe- premeditated. Yeah. And maybe, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe it was not premeditated all the way. And they had a momentary, like, freak out. Yeah. And they just decided to capitalize on it. Like, the kid, one of the kids was like, oh, Falcon got in the balloon. And then Falcon was like, no, I didn't. I'm right here. And they're like, oh, but what if he did? Ooh. And then they're like, go hide in the attic. We're going to play the let's, – let's see how this thing plays out, you know? Yeah. Or or I feel like maybe it even was a bit further where it's like, where's Falcon? Oh, my God. Is he in the balloon? Oh, my God. And they call 911 or whatever. And then, and then 
like as the wife's on the phone with nine one one, they like find Falcon, but then the dad's like, "Wait, I have an idea." Yeah, that yeah. I think and grabs maybe. the phone from her because that did happen. Because yeah. on the nine one one call, you hear it, the mom is just like crying, and yeah. you know she could barely talk, and then the dad gets on the phone. Yeah. So, although who knows? Because I I did think it sounded pretty genuine them crying on the phone but then it's like there's a lot of oh my son where's my son or whatever and it's kind of like all right uh, yeah like this sounds who knows i don't know uh i just don't know i wish i knew the truth it's one of those things where i wish i knew what actually happened well we'll ask falcon in like a few more years yeah we, be we, like what really happened falcon yeah. we need to know yeah great yep all right. Uh, all right, guys. Well, that's the story of the Heenies and mm-hmm. the balloon boy that was or wasn't, I guess. <laughs> I kept looking up Bubble Boy by accident. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, this is different, but also interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It is. All right. Um, thank you so much for listening, you guys. Don't get in unattended helium balloons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you know. I could have gotten in it because it would not have left the ground, but a 36-pound <laughs> child, different story. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't be careful around helium in general. Mm-hmm. Um, follow us on social meds at DTFU Podcasts across all the places. Yep. Uh, tell a friend. And check out our website with uh, the new and improved things on it. Yeah. It's DTFUPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Um, check out our Patreon if you want. Tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend. Oh, yeah. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I Anything think else? that's it. No, I think cool. we did it. I think we're done. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Oh. Uh, be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye. Bye.